Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on Pennant Deep, we have a great episode for you guys. First ever recurring guest on Pennant Deep, Luke Fortner, comes in and chats with us for a little bit. And then, of course, we've got Man of the Week. We do that in the first segment. And we look ahead to Mississippi State, Kentucky, opened as underdogs. That's now flipped, but but obviously we had stuff to say about that. As always, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, be a friend. And retweet the episode for your chance to enter the drawing to win the pennant deep balls for this season. This week's winner goes to... At Rose Fan on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. I handpicked that one myself. I saw the Pete Rose Fan. I'm with you. He should be in the Hall of Fame. That's neither here or there. Let's stop rambling. Let's get into the episode. Luke Fortner, Miles Butler, Max Duffy, myself, pin it deep. Let's get into it. So others, mm, go every time. So others may, every time, get some. Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pennant Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by Kentucky Sports Radio. Welcome into another edition of Pennant Deep. I am Brent Wainscott on top of KS Bar and Grill on a warm Sunday, October. Uh, afternoon and here with Max Duffy and Miles Butler. Guys, how are you all doing? Enjoy the bye week? Doing great, doing great. It was good to have Miles back in Lexington. We missed him a little bit last weekend, but we're back to our usual regime of me and him just sitting on the couch, watching game after game, finishing beverage after beverage, and that has continued on until a Sunday as per usual. So I feel like I'm back in my groove. I'm back to how it should be. I'm back to my old Kentucky home. It feels good to be back. Another typical Saturday. And Kentucky. you know, you know, Miles is back because he's sitting here drinking yep. possibly the world's largest coffee of all yep. time. The nice. man, the man is about ten percent actual blood in his veins, ninety percent caffeine. I did get coffee too, so I can't begrudge him that much. <laughs> but mine's much more. Are you are you a black coffee drinker? Black only. Don't wow. put anything in it. Nothing. Hot, cold doesn't matter. But yeah. don't put. So a you drop wouldn't of like anything. this? This is like a vanilla. I like it. I just prefer it black. Saves calories, tastes better to me. Usually the coffee is made by Lance too for miles yep, as well. Lance does a good cup of coffee. He, he's one of those guys though, this is hilarious, that will make a cup of coffee or whatever, a cup of hot tea, whatever you want, and he like quarter fills the cup because he's scared of it like spilling out. Like literally a quarter fill cup. And we, me and Miles had to talk him through one day that the cup is designed to be basically full, not just fill it with a quarter of it. So Actually, that was hilarious. Yep. I was going to say, I'm a, I'm a pretty big coffee drinker as well. I probably do maybe about 24 ounces a day. Wow. You know, and then. Minimum. Uh, yeah. Well, you have to. You go I and you get the them. large from Starbucks. And we talk about Starbucks way too much on the show, by the way. But you go through Starbucks, you get your 24 ounces, and then you you do that in the morning. You do your work. You get through the day. And then it's like 6 o'clock, and you want to go hang, over, hang out over at your uh, your friend's house. But I have a bad tendency of whenever I sit still in a spot for – 
I don't know, maybe an hour, hour 30, out like a light. So yeah. it's like i got to have another, like, Red Bull or something at 630 to carry me all the way to, like, the end of a basketball Are game. Are you a pumpkin spiced, game. yes or no? No. No, I'll, absolutely no. not. I'll give you something that will keep you awake in, in, in moving. In moving? No, that's not even a word. Just keep you awake. Up and Adam? We haven't even discussed this with you, Brent, and I just thought of it now, and what better time to talk about it than on the show. We were approached, and we're not sure if this is going to be allowed by the man upstairs, a.k.a. Matt Jones. You know, he didn't mean um, God. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the KSR God. Okay. Um, we, me and Miles got approached at Tin Roof to start doing our shows at Tin Roof live. Ooh. Uh, and they would uh, work out whatever they need to work out for that to happen. But uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm all the way in. Yeah. Well, so we'll have to let the listeners know if that's going to happen. You guys can come down and watch a show or two live. We discussed... With the people, the well, ownership of... Here's what... Here, let me just say this really quick. <laughs> what I don't understand about this show, about you or Drew or whatever, whenever something is being discussed... Like, well, you, me and Miles were severely intoxicated at the time. I okay. was not. So, no, like, I was not. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like... So we, I haven't even thought about it until just now. Like, I f- completely forgot we even had the conversation. It's lucky I even remembered the conversation happened. Was this last night? It was... Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Saturday you night. You spoke good English. Yeah. Well, what I was saying was like, I, we don't ever find anything like the pint at deep. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, no, never mind. We won't have to get into uh, <laughs> the funny last thing, episode. The funny thing, but you'll understand this just because it's how it always goes. I'm still not finding out until now. Well, yeah. So we were sitting there and the guy came up, was talking to Max for probably five, ten minutes. He was like, your show's great. You're doing a great job with it. Um, if you want to do it here on Sundays, that would be cool. On and on. And finally, Max was like, ah, oh, this is Miles, by the way, next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I was like, oh, just a random friend you brought along. For Here's the night. my yeah. question: Is the guy from Tin Roof was? Does he remember this conversation? Uh, oh yeah, no doubt. I would think okay, so. Good. What's his name? Yeah, he sent me a text the next day. Uh, the next day, today. Okay, good. Yeah, so okay. we'll we'll yeah. Uh, talk we to will. the man upstairs, and then we may be able to reach out to the listeners, and uh, you guys can come watch us do a live show. I think that would be fun, just for. Like, yeah, the atmosphere at KS Bar is great, but where we do it, it's like we're kind of, like, disconnected from, yeah. which is kind of also how we like it because we have a lot of fans who are outside of the show yeah. as well. But I feel like if we did a show in the middle of, like, Tin Roof, and now he said Sunday. He didn't specify at what time. So maybe after a big Kentucky win, 2 a.m. on Sunday. Yep, yep. Could he, be said, great. he said to be discussed. So there you go. There you go. Here's a man of the week for you. That's Break- our first nomination. <laughs> Breaking news. Wow. Well, we haven't even talked football because it was the bye week. We enjoyed the bye week. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do man of the week in the first segment for the first time ever Fantastic. on the show. So, um, Miles, we'll start with you. Who is your nomination for man of the week? And for once, I don't think it's going to be Stoops. It is not. He hasn't done anything this week that I know of that would get him a nomination. Smart um, man. Enjoy the bye week. The middle of the ship, the midshipmen mm. of the Naval Academy, they are my men of the week nomination, um, Max and I had a little fun yesterday with their game. They played Cincinnati. Um, I think the spread was 28 and a half. Yep. And we looked at each other with the most serious face and said they probably can win the game. Yep. $50 on them to win, to win 600 something. Yep. yep. And we yelled at them the whole day. Did they win? No. No. But they gave Cincinnati a really good game. And that, to me, is impressive. If what you're 28-point dogs and you get within a touchdown, they gave Vegas the bird and said, you aren't even close to what we can do. But out of all the upsets to pick Saturday, yep. you, like, you could have given your man of the week to the Fighting Illini. You could have given them to Kansas, maybe. You could have given them to uh, – who was, what was the other upset? Iowa State. 
Well, uh, they were the favourites. They, were favorites. they actually so didn't cover. They, they actually didn't oh, cover. So they weren't great. Not impressive at all. Impressive at all. And so, and the noon slate was surprisingly really good, though. We also, I mean, we've got to be honest. We've also got the slight bias of wanting us to our the results to go our way, so Kentucky True. can fall into the playoffs. So mm-hmm. we thought the Navy midshipmen was a great opportunity to get rid of Cincinnati, get them out, get not out, in, out, not in, not in, out. See, I felt the same way. I'm I have turned into a big uh, Navy midshipman fan yep. over the last week or two because I did some re- research. You guys know I'm on my football shit all the time. Yep. Found out the longest drive ever in college football yes. history. Came from the Navy yep. Midshipmen, 2004 Emerald Bowl. Yep. So because of that, the ground and pound, I hold it near and dear to my heart, Midshipmen. The longest drive as in like it took them a long time to drive to the location? Yeah, because, well, see, that one's difficult because they played that game. Where's the Emerald Bowl? Do you know? Wait, 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 wait. You mean, I thought you meant as an offensive the time it took to get to the end zone. That is what I'm saying. I'm going along <laughs> well, with that's, that's actually funny, though, as well that you said that, Brent, because yesterday when we were watching the game, Navy was down – I want to say 14 or seven, like let's just say seven. And there was like uh, a quarter and five minutes left. So it was about five minutes to go in the third quarter. And they got the ball and Miles said they don't have long enough to win. Like they just don't. They don't have enough time. (laughs) They don't have enough time because they don't throw it. And and it was so funny because we think like it's genuinely a tactic of theirs to get a first down and like you just want just the first down. Like, they actually – they want to take time off the clock. Yep. They threw a ball once yesterday, Let's and not even kidding, the guy got past the first down marker and just went straight down. Like, he could have ran for a touchdown, and he went down. It's like, yep, tactics are working perfectly. Just like, drag yeah, the like clock Coach always he's always like, we need chunk plays. They're the opposite. We don't want chunk plays. We want four yards yeah. and stop. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we were talking about against Georgia two weeks ago. It's literally who can stay awake the longest. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. – well, speaking of bets that went sideways and running the ball, running the clock out, I was looking at Wake Forest Army. Uh-huh. I was like, I feel like Army can keep this close. They like to run the ball, run yeah. the clock. Yeah, in you order took for the them. under, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> Did yep. you? Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. I didn't put a big amount on it. I was just sitting there. I was like, well, you know, it could be fun to, to throw what was on it? under. It was 50, and it was done within, like, the first. Yeah, the so total for those was that don't check the it scores, the, it was yeah. 126 points yep. in that game. Yep. Unbelievable. What, my, like, what do you do as a defensive coordinator on Monday after that? You call the plays. Do the Coach Stoops. Remember when Coach Stoops used to walk into on like a Monday and he'd be angry because our defense played bad? And his favorite one was, I can call whatever. There's no magic, no magic call. call. You call the plays. You call the plays. You call them. There's no magic call. You call them. And he would just do that for about five minutes. He yep. said, I, I can't help you with this. I can't. You call them. Because there's no magic play. Well, spe- speaking of like Colin plays and Brad White, did you guys see where he got left off like the top five coordinators I did in see the that. SEC? Cohen was on there. Cohen was on yeah. there. Oh, and wow. I th- honestly, I think you can make a case for both of them being on there. I think so. Yeah. I mean, George's cool. D coordinator was yeah, rightfully there. Yeah. One. yeah. Um, I've got a nomination for Man of the Week besides the guy from Tin Roof. Yep. Uh, mine would be one of the greatest football franchises. See, I like a lot of football franchises, like a lot of football organizations, obviously Kentucky football. Yep. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights, Green one Bay of Packers. my favorites. No, Green Bay's probably not up there, to be honest. <laughs> I know where this um, is headed. I love a lot. I love a lot. This is another one of my favorite teams, Arkansas Pine yep. Bluff. <laughs> oh, big covered, guy. <laughs> covered by – I've actually been to Arkansas Pine Bluff. That's not even kidding. I've For been what? to the campus. They were recruiting they recruited a punter. You. No, they were, recruiting, <laughs> they were recruiting a punter from Australia, and I had to go there and talk to the coordinator for a little bit about the guy they were getting, and we're making sure it was all sweet. When did you do that? Unbel- uh, like two Julys ago. He couldn't have called you? 
uh, so we were driving through, like we were kind of somewhat in the area. The Australian guys were driving around, and okay. we we're like, "We'll come see you real quick." It was me and the the guy that runs out. How was the campus? Uh, unbelievable, and I don't w- believe that. There's nothing in our. No, nah, it was nothing. It was just <laughs> cornfields, and then there was like one football field in the middle of cornfields. Um, but they covered by 17. So the spread was 59 and a half, and they lost by 42. Absolutely destroyed Vegas. Not even close. Put some respect on Arkansas Pine Bluff's name against what's, Arkansas. Uh, what's their mascot? Um, it's they're they're it. red and no, they're yellow and black. Yep. Yep. Um, I want to say that they're like a hornet or something. No, golden lions. That's the one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. their women's teams are the golden lady lions. Oh, nice. nice. So they Not do lionesses. Nice, yeah, no. Yep. Yeah, didn't, cool. just, they didn't know what a lioness was. I think they just said Lady Lions, one of the interesting which would be non-surprising for people from Arkansas Pine Bluff, to be honest. One of the interesting things I've learned about you guys, though, is when most people have secondary teams, they're like, well, you know, if if Kentucky wasn't – or if like, Kentucky's in the SEC, I could choose a, like, a Big Ten team. I could I choose – Rutgers, Scarlet I, well, Knights. I'd take a bullet they, for Greg Schiano. So that's – well – that's what I'm saying. I'd take 10 for Mark Stoops. So I'd take one bullet from Greg Shiano. Most people Greg would Shiano. pick, like, I don't know, like Oregon or something like that. Nope, you guys. Arkansas, mm. Pine Bluff, yep. Yep. Rutgers, yep. Navy. Yep. Love it. Love it. It was a big military day yesterday. We thought the three military teams were going to get over the line. They all got beaten. <laughs> Listen, it was because I texted you all in the group. I was like, man, this noon slate, and this was like at 11.55. Yeah. And I said, this noon slate sucks. Could be the worst of all time. Turned out to be a pretty and, good one. Well, and 100%. The clunker Saturday where everybody has their buys. Yeah. Yep. Everybody falls asleep. Penn State fell asleep. Yeah. Well, Ohio. Kansas almost beat Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah, that was what was the line on? I think it was thirty eight. Thirty eight. That would have been one of the biggest upsets yeah. of all time. Well, so, M- Max was furious because I didn't appreciate the military because we had like three military games going on yep. in the noon slot. And you said, uh, "Why would you bet on Navy?" And we said, "I did not say that." Disrespectful. I did you not were, say that. You were nope. talking like you were a Japanese nope. in the nineteen forties. Nope. Um, so no, let's talk about the games that did happen in the SEC real quick before we get to Luke Fortner, who is going to be our Can I put in my man of the week? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought you did. Well, no. Well, I mean, oh. I'll keep this one short. This is more of like an honorary one. Okay. She's not a man. She is my mother. Her birthday is today. So, happy birthday, oh, wow. Mom. You are our woe man of the week. So, shout out to my mom. Woe man. Congratulations. Woman. I think on we just woman. say woman. Woman. Congratulations woman. on getting through for another year. Yep. Lovely lady. Yep. Yet to have met her yet. She, I'm sure she'd love to come on the show. She could have come on the show for the birthday. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so, the games that did happen real quick. We picked all. We said Ole Miss was going to cover, and they did. Wasn't that was wrong. a lack that, of a lifetime. The thing is, though, now it's starting to get to that end of the season, that end of the season, that point of the season, where I'm starting to watch games, and all I care about now, though, is the result happening that helps Kentucky the most. And so what, even though I really like Ole Miss and like and Kiffin and all that, yep. um, it would have been great to see them lose just because it would have cemented our spot probably in the top ten. And then, like, results like Alabama losing to Tennessee would have been huge for us. Yeah. They covered as well. Uh, Mississippi State got it done against Vandy. And uh, Texas A&M smacked South Carolina. So, was there anything interesting we found in those results? Or were they all went the way we thought? I Well, result-wise, it doesn't matter. I think, yeah, pretty boring. But the Ole Miss, the, uh, the red carpet they rolled out for Archie. Sorry, we're just getting a call from Luke Fortner real quick. Luke. Put him on live. You're on live here. Just uh, walk around to the side uh, right now, um, tilt to kilt, and we'll let you in. Just give me 10 seconds. There's a, bo- there's a door with KSR on it. There's a guy also cleaning the windows. Cool. You mean near tilt to kilt or around the side? Yeah, around the side. I'll come and get you right now. Okay. All right, bye. All right, I'm going to get him. Go get him. We Go can keep him. rolling while he's going. Yep, we can. Uh, 
How's life been, Brent? Pretty good. One elaborate. I did not say this earlier. Love my mom. Great. I'm oh. happy that she's having another year of life. I love life. my mom as well. Love my mom. So I, I, for, for her name, I want everyone on Facebook, shout her out. I actually know that might not be a good idea because there's, you know, Facebook yep. moms, there's some yep. bad pictures yeah, of me some, on there. Okay. So keep yep. those off. Yep. Uh, you don't want any middle school pictures coming back up? Yep. No. Well, I mean, even pictures from like a now. year ago. Yeah. Yep. Yesterday. Now. You don't yep. want anything out. Agreed. Yep. yep. Luke, We're Luke just talking Fortner. About my mom's Welcome Facebook. in. Welcome in. I think we got to. You look good. <laughs> We're going. We're getting the dinner. Did you did you break the equipment? All right. That's good. Oh, let's oh, get to Luke. We're back. Yep. Let's get to Luke. Right. All right. The man who just walked right in here, Luke Fortner. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. Luke, I must say, you've never been the most stylish man of all time, but you've walked in here looking absolutely dapping today. Which goes along with the trend that I've talked to Eli Cox a lot. Mm-hmm. You you like your what? What would I even he call it? it Uniform drip. drip game it drip has rip. gone through the roof. You wear a visor now. You've got the the elbow guards on, which are unbelievable because they make you look massive. What what's what's happened? Well, you stepped it up. Uh, I've just gotten injured quite a few times, so I hurt my elbow. Right, yep. so I had to put the elbow sleeves on. Which okay. make your biceps look huge. By well, the thank way. you, thank yeah. you. And then I got poked in the eye, so yeah. I had to put a visor on. And so now I have to wear a towel because I'm a center. So it's all accidental. Yeah, uh-huh. completely accidental. He looks like Nothing LeBron like when he had the mask. <laughs> That's what you look like. Can we ever get to a stage where you'll start doing like an arm sleeve or maybe like an eye black that makes, look like, makes you look like a warrior or yeah, something like that? I think like eye that? black's the next step. Yeah, that's okay. the next wow. So, Well, how are you liking the visor, by the way? It's awful. Is it? Uh, it's just so sweaty so and disgusting. When, and, yeah. the, when the coaches started like experimenting with them during COVID, and they would get real hot and sweaty and that it would fog up. Do the, does the visors do that? Yeah. So, like, you'd be struggling to see sometimes, yeah, right? So it it's helps because it's been, like, kind of cold out. You know, like, the first few games of the season, it would have been awful. Yeah. But now it's not nearly as bad. But ha- it, it gets – because I, like, drip sweat on it when I get my stains. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. And, like, how, lo- how long you got to stick with it for? I mean, I'll probably wear it for the rest of the year just because I almost got my eye poked out. Now just think about it all the time. Couldn't you just do like rec specs? Why don't you just do rec I specs? I could. I could do the <laughs> picture like D squared. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that next time and see how that Why looks. Why does he ever put those on, by the way? Oh, so I don't know if I should tell you this, but I'm sure he won't mind. But he can't <laughs> see. Like He's blind? He's, he's basically blind? Like, he's Jameis Winston. He basically was like, I, I struggle to see the signals on the sideline. So imagine how yeah. good he would be <laughs> if he could actually, if he could have actually his eyes see. Open. He's yeah. been this good without being able to and see. He's this just whole been time. making it up the yep. whole time. And he's been incredible. Imagine if he actually knew what he was doing. Wait, has he been wearing contacts the whole time? Because I still no. haven't seen him wear the rec specs in, uh, in the regular game. No, so he has like glasses, but he doesn't wear them during football. So he just goes without being able to see. Imagine if he could see the ball. Yeah. I mean, he got the strip so sack good. against LSU. That's what I'm I mean, saying. And he just, like, guessed. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. It makes sense that he plays so, defense, though. So he tried the rec specs, and then the game came, and he's like, no, I'm good. What? Yeah, because I bet you he just thinks he looks silly. Well, like, there's no actual practical reason. Correct. For it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There's a bit of uniform yeah. for, to start yeah. it off. Scoop. Add that to the scouting report. Like, Mississippi State's like, by the way, one of their linebackers actually blocked. Can't see. Yeah. 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 Can't even see. see. Um, what have you been up to on the bye week, Luke? We're obviously uh, chatting on the yep. Sunday uh, during the bye week. What have you been up to? I went to my brother's game at, at BGSU. Oh, another favorite team of ours, Bowling, Bowling Green. Green yep. They played Eastern Michigan and got smacked. Just <laughs> absolutely annihilated. So here was my gripe with Luke. So Luke's brother plays at Bowling Green. They beat Minnesota this year. And Luke just didn't think to tell any of us that they were a chance to beat Minnesota when they were like 38-point underdogs. 
Yeah, I'll, I don't think they had thought they had any chance either. So <laughs> I'm, they're, they're like two and six now, and they got absolutely smacked by Eastern Michigan. So hopefully they win a few more games for. Do you ever have any like? Is there any brother jealousy of like you got to the big program and he's at Bowling Green, which is a great program? But like, is there anything of like he asked? He's like, man, I'm so jealous of that or whatever. You'd have to ask him. Okay. Uh, you never, you never just rub it in. I've definitely like said things, and then he's been like. We don't have that. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Like, what's we an talk example? About, like, for like example, that. Like, like food, yeah. <laughs> basic water, well, yeah, housing, like the, <laughs> like the the DoorDash or the Mucho we used to have, uh, right? Uh, How we get meals, and he'd be like, that yeah, seems know. cool, yeah. you know. Like, we've been uh, seeing as you started talking about food, which is always an O lineman great thing. We've been <laughs> asking every single O lineman that's come in here, which has just been Eli, to be honest. Um, <laughs> how the the Sunday nights at Malone's have been going with the Will? So good. How, how is it? Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And they what do you order? Like the stoop steak, of okay. course. Wow. Uh, and I usually get like two sushi rolls before that. Wow. And then I get like something to go. Maybe another so sushi roll. I need another. Do you do the cake? Like, yeah, do you, you get dessert? No, I don't like the chocolate cake. It's too much chocolate. It's too big? Yep. Uh, cheesecake or the cookie. Oof. Incredible. Yeah. If you had to like estimate, because you're a very good man with math, um, how much the bill would come to by the end of the night. What what do you think it's been sitting at? So there's nine of us, right? Yeah. And we all usually get either the Stoops or maybe the Randall Cobb or yeah. one of those It'd big sticks. It'd be $1,000. So it would... Minimum. Easily. It would easily be $1,000, right? Do you yeah. hypothetically or can drinks be added or no? I don't know if they've pushed that. I don't know if they wanted to push <laughs> so that it's yet. Probably, <laughs> probably, what, like 1500 bucks at least then? Yeah, I would, I would definitely think it's Jeez. upwards of 1200 yep. Well, there you well go. come play what uh, offensive line at Kentucky. Did you get up into uh, anything else in the bye week? Nothing too special, no. Okay. That's about it. Hung out with wow. family. Oh, that's a good week. Yeah. Didn't you two used to do a podcast together? You guys did, right? Like Me and Luke? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're well, this you're is only here because I quit, Brent. I'm sorry. I, I figured, <laughs> look, we've talked about this numerous times. Like, I'm – it's a thousand wonders how I'm so, sitting here right now. We did, we did during the height of COVID, we did social total distancing. Right. STD was in the name. I think I remember and, that. And it was great show. We were just so bored in the house. Um, and we got, I think we even ended up, I remember, I was looking back at it the other day, we ended up doing a Hunger Games of all mm -hmm. the position groups and yep, stuff. Yep, I remember that. And we, yep. we said AJ Rose was going to win it because he was a Cub Scout. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is so funny. It's, but that's actually where this show kind of started. Uh, yeah. Well, it's so fitting that, like, the first name was STD because, like, when it was just you two and, like, we were trying to, th to think of a name before Pennant Deep, you guys were pushing really hard once we decided I was going to be on there for uh, two players, one fan. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so I'm glad we uh, well, landed on Pennant Deep. I still think that was a better and, name. but and it's, it's You whatever. come up with whatever you want to call it. It's in the people listening. You just make up your own mind what this means. But we still, in our group chat on iPhone, it's still TBC, TBC. podcast. Yeah. So what whatever the TBC you, stands yeah, for is go, up to you. Yeah, you well, go for confused. It. Well, no, but remember what ours was going to be was T-D-B-M-P. You remember that one? Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> no, I, I, I do We'll ask you once we get up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, anyway, by the anyway, way, yeah. as we do uh, for some reason weekly, because you seem to come up in all of our conversations, um, shout out to your girlfriend, Emma, by the way, who yeah. loves, <laughs> loves to text me every single time she comes up on the show. She asked me to shout her out, so there you go. So now yeah, you get a text from There you go, Emma. Now you can be happy. All right, let's get to some proper football talk. How, okay. How's the season gone so far, Luke? Uh, how's the new offense going? Give us a good spiel that you know we'll want to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's going great. I mean, uh, six and one, uh, like you said on your last podcast, we'd like to be seven and zero, oh, but you know, we're not going to talk about that. But six and one, and 
Uh, Will has been playing incredible lately in these past few games, and so the offense has been rolling really well. Uh, obviously, Chris Rodriguez is really good at football. Yep. And Wandell <laughs> Robinson is not bad either. Yeah. So Pretty solid. Uh, offense has been rolling really well, and defense has been um, playing really good ball under Coach White. Even with a few defensive injuries, I thought they played pretty well against Georgia. Uh, and we're looking forward to the next few games of the season. I thought you all hung around real, really well against Georgia. Like you said, I thought Will played one of his best games. I know you only scored really 14, good. or was it 13, 14, 13, because they blocked the extra point. Yeah. Um, what was that last drive like? What did you think? Well, I didn't realize it was 22 plays until yes. after mm. the game. Yeah. And they were I like, that was that 22 plays. And I was like, whoa, it did not feel like 22 plays. But, yeah, I mean, that last drive was good. And whatever Coach Stoops' reason was for scoring that last touchdown, it, it was definitely – What do you think it was? It was definitely good for the offense to, definitely to good not for put his it bank in. Account in. Yeah, too. Good yeah. for the cover. <laughs> I wouldn't know, you know. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't know what those lines Let's are. Let's be honest. Stoops is trying to make a playoff push. Let's, uh, that's all it is. Give us 30 seconds on, like, how good that – defense is in general for Georgia and yeah. specifically the D-line. The big boy. Yeah, I mean, you could you could easily take any one of those players and put them on an NFL roster and they wouldn't stick out. And yeah, they probably I mean. will next year. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, obviously, the big boy is pretty good. I think uh, 88, Carter, his backup, is going to be better than he is this <laughs> sure. year. Next year. I think next That's year he's going to be better. So. Really scary. Well, that's good to know. Who yeah. did you – you mainly went up against Davis for most of the game. Uh, so he was kind of like a two-down guy, and then he'd go out. So him and then 88 and uh, 95 Wyatt. So, yeah, those three inside guys. I'm actually kind of curious about this. How were those guys at Trash Talk? I bet, like, they had to be nasty, right? Uh, no, they were pretty – I mean, they didn't really say much until – unless you said something, you know what I mean? I mean, they were kind of like – they were confident, and they were – you it's know, like they the knew they were good. You know what I mean? They didn't really feel they like they to. had the – It's like the Tim Duncan well, trash talk when he'd be yeah. like, get a rebound, he'd be like, bored. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, you said – I think you said the same thing to me last year when we played Bama. Like, it's just so good they don't really need to trash talk. They don't right, talk. Right. They just, they're just yeah. like, well, we win a lot of games. Like, yeah, what do you, you know wanna, what I mean? What, like, what do you want to talk about? Right, and it's so much easier to respect someone like that. You know what I mean? Who's yeah. the worst team at trash talking? Like, like who talks the most like, trash? Like degrades you? No, I, I, this is. I want to do two questions. Who is the best at it, and who is the worst at it, and then like who does it the most? The best at trash talking, um, I would say KJ Britt from Auburn last year was really good at it. Yeah, he just Nick got Bolton your skin. was good from Missouri. Yeah. Nick Bolton was really good. Yeah. Grant gave uh, him probably fed him a couple lines. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and those two were good because they were actually hard to block. Like they'd say, you can't block me. And they were like, you're like, and they were yeah, right. You're right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Some of the time you're right, yeah. Um, and then the worst at trash talking, I don't know if anyone, most people don't trash talk if they're not good at it. Yeah. I want to stack to the Georgia game just for 30 more seconds. You completely whiffed on the block that would have had a touchdown for Chris Rodriguez. What happened? <laughs> I'm glad you asked it, not me. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, well, you know, you know who was behind me, right? DK? Eli Cox. Oh, was he? Yeah, I no, saw that too. No, I'm just kidding. But, no, it was. it's a good point. We, we were running out there, and we were actually early on that. So, we have a couple of plays that were kind of like that, but the timing's different. And so, we just forgot the timing was later on that play. And so, we ran out there, and we were ready, and then no one was out there because yeah. they were playing man. And we'd practice it against zone in practice. And I was going to say because it was like three under one dude, really. should have been. Right. So, yeah. like – the guy who motioned across brought someone with him, right? And so I saw him go by, and I'm kind of, like, looking around, like, what am I supposed to do? And I turn around, and it's just like, oh, 
And then you had one that you blocked really well. Right. And Justin Rigg is just the world's slowest man. <laughs> and if, if he still wasn't tackled, I'm sure, I'm sure he wouldn't have even made the end zone by now. <laughs> and it's been a week. Yeah, Justin is all reliable. He's always <laughs> he's going to go forward no matter what, but he's not going to go there very fast. Um, and then lastly, you mentioned it real quick. How like as from a player's mentality, everyone was like, "Oh, it was a great effort against Georgia and all that." It sucks losing, right? And we it's wanted awful. to win that game. Yeah, it's no one's like, "Oh, good job, guys!" Like it's just like we lost. Yeah, and, and you want to you want to beat won. the number one yeah. team in the country, like because you want to be it. Correct. My I think question. that was a yeah. <laughs> good question. Did you like losing? No. Well, I know, but it just it frustrated me during the week because like you listen to some of like the radio shows or whatever, or we even talked about it, and we were like, oh, we we were good. We put in good efforts. Like we lost by seventeen points. Like we don't want to be known as being well, good for losing by seventeen. And points. that's right. not coach speak either. Like the whole soups, there's no moral victories. There actually isn't in the locker room. No. Well, no. The, what I was telling Max is is like from the radio perspective, like we still got to look at it from a point of view is like we've never been here before. Like we know we're gonna get there again. Yes, it sucks now, but like, we're, and you still gotta like. I mean, you don't. People's not gonna tune in if you're just like, oh yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta true, give them true. some sort of positive. It's true, and I do so. think like there have been moral victories in the past for us. Yes, like, yes. four years ago, you know what I mean. Agreed. If that game would happen, that's absolutely 100 percent a moral victory. Yeah. It's but like I think Florida we're just, in the swamp 2014. Yeah, yeah I think we're just agree. at the stage that there aren't moral victories anymore no. because we yep. feel like we should be playing those teams and beating those teams. That's you know a good I mean? thing, 100%. Yeah. yeah, of course. And if things go right, I mean, we've still got that small glimmer of hope of a playoff chance. So you're right telling now. me SEC. there's a chance. So um, I don't think it's small, by the way. I think it's greater than people think. Yeah, because you love to look ahead and just say that you're going to put five in the bank, the next five. So we're 11-1. We have a yeah. chance, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's how you lose games, but I'm not sure. Yeah. It's – it's the bye week. After your loss to Georgia, do you guys take a week, like basically mentally take a week off and be like, oh, like, yeah, now it's time to recharge, refresh, like let's put Mississippi State on Monday? Or is it like after the loss you guys are already hung- hungry and ready for Mississippi State? Yeah, usually with the bye week we usually just like spread it out, right? So instead of packing so much information and working so many different looks and practice in one week, you know, we'll just spread it out over two so that – when next week rolls around, by the end of the week, we'll be working on the really fine details, you know what I mean, instead of just trying to get all the info and all the looks in. So that's why the bye week's huge. And I think the fact that we're – I wouldn't know anything about betting lines, but okay. I believe we're underdogs. No, right? we're not. We're, we're, not it's anymore. actually changed. It already changed. Yeah, we're already right changed. Yeah. Yeah. We're one point favorites that, now. The fact that we came out as underdogs I think is huge, Yeah. right, because underdog. it just is yeah. so much easier to, like, be motivated when you see that. Stoops will use that so Absolutely. well, too. I was about to say, talk about how Stoops does that. Does he, like, obviously he doesn't use the betting lines, but, like, does he? do you guys catch a wind of that and use that in meetings and be like, hey, like, there's, we are 6-1, 12th in the country, and they're saying we're underdogs to a 4-3 and three Mississippi State team? Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime you know, anyone in the national media, right, says that we won't win a game or a game, you know, they use it as motivation because it works, and it? Like, when we come out as underdogs, I think you're going to see through the week people pick Mississippi State, and I think that's going to be big for us and our motivation going into the game. We don't watch a whole lot of tape on this show. We don't really go into the X's and O's. Where can we get better as an offense? Like what? Because Will's plays come, it seems like it's gotten better every week. Mm-hmm. Where can we get better as an offense in these last five games and then bowl game or whatever's next after that? Yeah, so I watch more tape than you, but you called me out last week. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think I'll just speak for the O-line. Uh, I think 
you know, we can do a better job protecting Will. And we could have got him some more time last week. And I think we're going to do a better job this week, but it's obviously always tough. And then I think just consistency when it comes to the run game, right? Like against LSU, we had a ton of rips where Chris or Smoke went up the middle, right? But I think we can get to a point where that's happening every play, and I don't think we're quite there yet, and I think we'll get there. On the bye week, I always wonder this. Do you all put new plays in? Uh, some, type, some people do. I know we have in the past, and I know we haven't necessarily put new plays in this week, but we've definitely revisited some stuff that we haven't, you know, maybe we put in the camp or yep. that we ran in the beginning of the season and not so much anymore. Um, and I don't know if that's specific to Mississippi State or just, you know, as a refresher because we have the time now. How's it been getting plays in the huddle? And, like, obviously we used to just signal them in. Which one do you like better, and how's it been? How's all that been working? I actually like the huddle better. I feel like you can like communicate with everybody, and like everyone can be like, "All right, like calm down, like it's okay, like don't worry about it," or you get it next time, or you know you can say good catch or good run. Whereas like when you're just sitting there and looking at the sidelines, you can only really talk to the person next to you. You know what I mean? You can't really like yeah, which used to be Drake, which wouldn't be good. <laughs> right, right. And he's just trying to like look over people because he's too short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so true. I don't know how. Um, how much you guys have looked at Mississippi State yet, but during your time at Kentucky, Mississippi State's had some guys on defense that have just been stars in the Simmons, SEC. Simmons, Sweat. Sweat, yeah. yep. sweat, mm-hmm. sweat, sweat. Well, especially in that 2018 team, they were like, oh, this is like an NFL defense. Obviously, Kentucky goes out and just, you know, wipes Hold, the floor with them. Yeah. Um, so, I know they've kind of gone to the air raid offense being their kind of M.O. Mm-hmm. under Leach. But I wouldn't say kind of. Well, like they full on said, we're not running it. Yeah, they're all in. They wear all the way. But in. it doesn't work all the time. But correct. Uh, well, anyways, my question <laughs> is: Have you seen anyone on Mississippi State's defense that sticks out that maybe the fans don't know about? Who'd be like, hey, this person could actually make a huge difference in the game? Or have you guys not gotten to that point yet? No, we've definitely State? watched quite a f- bit of tape and and seen some of those guys. And I don't know if there's, you know, I don't want to come to regret saying this. Uh, there's not necessarily one guy, but the thing with Mississippi State is they've always had really solid guys on the D-line. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just big dudes who know how to play football, right? You know, obviously they've had the Jeffrey Simmons, the Montez Sweat, but the guys after that, you know, did they drop off a little bit? Yeah, but not much because they're always really strong dudes, big guys that, uh, you know, if you don't come with everything you got, you know, they'll, they'll make you look like a fool. Uh, so I don't know that there's anyone who's like – you know, NFL, first round, bound next year, knock on wood, right? Mm-hmm. But they're all pretty good football players for La- sure. Last time we went down to Starkville, we were being carried by the worst QBR-rated quarterback <laughs> in the history of college football um, who had a broken wrist, a dislocated shoulder, and um, severe intellectual disabilities. Um, Sawyer Smith. Are we more confident going in this time? And uh, what, how, what are our thoughts on Mississippi State this week? Yeah, I think – so if I recall correctly, that game came after that Florida loss. Is yep. that correct? Yes. Yeah. So obviously we were probably feeling a little better than that. Um, that game was hot too. It's hard to play in Starkville. You know, you're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, it's just a tough environment. Like when we went to Cowbells. Georgia – you know, we went to Athens. We stayed in a nice hotel, had incredible food. You know, when you go to Starkville, it's not quite the same, no. right? <laughs> and, you in a Hampton Inn. Yeah, exactly. And there's the cowbells, yeah. and it's just a hostile environment. It really is. And obviously, we haven't played well in the past there. But I think we'll be ready to play, and I think it's going to be a good game. We had him on the show. So for those of you that listen to every show, Aaron Clark from Clark Family Farms, the greatest beef in Lexington. 
Um, has Coach Stoops thought about bringing him in to talk about the cowbells and how to deal with them, his cow expertise? I think Coach Stoops listened to the whole episode and heard that he knows nothing about actual cows. <laughs> and so he was like, forget it, we're not having them on. Uh, all right. Do you remember the last time you guys went down to Starkville after a bye week? I don't. Do you know what year that was? 2017. Um, yes, I do. That was an awful game. <laughs> um, so what's, what's different about going down there this time on the bye than – this, like the last time. Well, yeah, I was going to mindset change. I was going to say as well um, because everyone wants us to ask this question, even yeah. though we know what you're going to say. How how are we going to deal with not having the letdown after losing and then the perfect season's done? Yeah, I just think the the players are different, right? Like, not that we had bad players, but everyone on this team, I think, knows. You know, there's a line between, like you said, right? You we all know that we could go in eleven one. Right, we all know that that's a possibility, yep. and you have to have a fine line of knowing that's a possibility and also not looking ahead, right? And so I think just the fact that we know it's a possibility is going to give everyone that extra motivation they need each week. Like this week, it's like the only way to get to eleven and one, right, is to get to seven and one. And so I think that's the difference between now and Lance would 2017. back you up with that math. That's yeah. good. <laughs> you, know you, you, you know how you eat an elephant? Have you ever heard this? Uh, how's that? One bite at a time. <laughs> When did you tell me that? <laughs> the you greatest quote. That's the, that's my dad's. It's he's, it is. It's not One bad. bite at a time. I One don't remember where you told me this before, but it was like in the most hilarious circumstance. Probably in a circumstance where it didn't even apply. I, don't, yep. I, I like don't throwing in quotes I don't that don't the apply. eating of elephants, by the way. By the way, okay, the fact that Coach Stoops came out and said he didn't say burn the ships. <laughs> I know. Is ridiculous. Because he said it 50 times. Because he? he said it multiple times. So I don't know if it was just like a subconscious, like, what he was listening to or reading before that, that it just, like, slipped into his speech. So, mentally, what got you more ready to play? Burn the Ships or Batman? Because it was Batman on Monday night. Burn the Ships, it's like a historical reference. I I, I loved it. I loved it so much. What was Batman? Oh, he played the Dark Knight Rises for us in the team room. (laughs) The entire movie? No. Well, (laughs) (laughs) the scene where he climbs out of the prison. Take with off. no rope. Yep, no rope. Yep. He said no oh, rope. Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked yep. about this a little bit. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, now, we'll get away from football for a little bit. Your personal life. Probably not going to get too much into your relationship status <laughs> or anything like Unless that. You want to. <laughs> but your personal life in terms of you're Hanging about out. to complete your 55th master's degree. Okay. How's that going? And what are you, what are you doing? Tell the listeners what you're doing right now. Uh, right now, I'm working on my MBA. Yep. Uh, it's going really well. Um, Celtics next year or? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Cavaliers fan. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay. gotcha. But uh, it's going really well and, you know, taking classes. And it's a lot more group work than engineering was. Engineering, there was well, just You've already got a master's in, and well, I always get it wrong, right? So I have all the credits for my mechanical engineering master's, okay. and I have to defend my thesis. Okay. Defend it? Yeah. Like a goalie? Just, like just, good just luck like, getting through yep, you. Square yeah. up with, yep. <sighs> so when will, you, when will you have that master's degree? Hopefully by the end of December. Oh, so you'll get two, really? Will you ha- and do you have to walk twice then? I, I mean, I <laughs> like walk a lap Yeah, around. just a lap. <laughs> you should I could, it. but I probably won't, yeah. That's cool. And so, what's a, so for the people that are listening, what are you planning on doing? Obviously, we would love for you to go to the NFL, and hopefully that is something that's on the horizon. Once that's done... What are you wanting to do with your life? No clue. He Podcasting. Wants to do he wants <laughs> to do Pin it deep. Bread back up. Yep. Come back. Test tape. Tape me back on. Yep. STD podcast is yep. coming back. Oh, yeah, man, that's good. That's Very really good. good. No, but really, it was a good no run idea. with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You've got till. Uh, hope. I mean, I guess it depends how far I make it. What do you mean? What, if you're still alive. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, both. I mean, you have I been, mean, yeah, you have been on the team for quite um, a while. Yeah, correct. You're the first guest we've had on that's older than Max. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that actually true? And white less hair. Did you guys know that Max does not shower? What? Ever. What? That's not true. Not true. Okay, sorry. He doesn't wash his hair. My fault. Correct. Big difference. He yeah, never I'm washes not, his hair. I don't like washing my hair because it gets all fluffy and churchy looking. Churchy? churchy. Like, you know, like What's when wrong you with go church, like, Catholic Nothing, church? What's wrong with church? No, it's, it's a look. It's a look. So on Sundays when you go to church, your hair's all fluffy and nice and like combed over and that, and you just look like, you're like a really nice boy. When's the last time I you ain't about being, church? I'm not the nice guy. So nah, I don't nah, like nah. that fluffy look. So you're trying to be like the rogue, like bad boy. When's the last time you've washed your hair? Oh, God. it's just I get like I get a haircut. So never, no, never? I don't really wash it. Do you like, put water on it? Yeah, I hop in the you shower. Just I just don't put soap no through shampoo. it. When yeah. have, when's the last time you put shampoo in your hair? I've when noticed, Sawyer Smith used to throw it at me in the showers all the time. I have been noticing a little <laughs> so white like flakes <laughs> on your sweater. <laughs> oh, like little white flakes on your sweater. <laughs> so like two years ago is the last time you washed your hair. I will not. Pardon? Two years ago is the last time you washed your hair. Listen, yeah. I, I will say this though. Since I've started growing my hair out, I've gone from washing. And I've heard washing your hair every day is bad for your hair. So I've Thank no you. seriously. It's like it. I've heard that too. Well, you, he watches it a lot. Look how he's not looking great. So I've gone to maybe once every other day or every two days, but I could yeah, not imagine. That, I mean, that makes sense. I right? couldn't imagine going ever. I wish we had Coach Stoops on here for this talk too. He'd be a good one to ask about <laughs> the hair. Would he? <laughs> um, I can't believe this. Actually, what was just said. The three of you. Well, actually, you don't shampoo your hair every day. No, no, it's bad for it. No, I don't do that either, Miles. Well, I, when I sweat, when I go to practice, I do, right? If I sweat, right, yeah. I wash it, right? Yep. But, like, this is my argument as well, though. To a certain extent, if you're in the shower, like, you are washing because there's water going through it. I'm just not using a natural Max. shampoo. No, there's a difference. I, I will say a this. Very clear difference. You don't run a toothbrush underwater. <laughs> Make a pull. Make it. it a pull. Yeah. Make it a pull. We will. Okay. We will. I have wash been here, though. <laughs> we will. I have heard, though, that if you, if you break the cycle of, like, not washing your hair for, like, two or three months – it goes from like greasy to like your hair naturally like replenishes like the oils no. and then it's yep. like it naturally yep. does it itself. Yeah, that was that was my okay. Even even that would be fine. Even if it was two months, okay, it'd still be a little odd. But we could talk about it. But two years? Yeah, but it's been take, take your hat off real quick. I want to see what it looks like. No, it looks good. That's it, I mean, I, it looks churchy. okay. Like looks it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, which is great because we've had one cow episode and now we have a hair washing episode. Um, <laughs> let's you got get the back wrong on, guess for that. On, yeah. <laughs> let's get back on track just a touch. Talk about why you came to Kentucky, your recruiting and all this. Because we didn't get it. When we did the preseason, preseason, the preview, mm-hmm. we didn't really ta- ask you many personal questions. We exactly. just kind of asked you football. So talk about how you got recruited by Kentucky, what other teams were sniffing around and how that all came to fruition. Yeah, so I – was I like lived in the middle of the Big Ten, right? I lived like 45 minutes from Ann Arbor, uh, two hours from Columbus. Uh, visited like Northwestern, Indiana, Purdue, all those. Slovenia, schools. right? Slovenia, Ohio. Sylvania, Sylvania. yeah. Sylvania, Sylvania. Yeah, yeah, it's like 10 minutes west of Toledo. Funny story, real quick. I, when Luke told me that he used to live in Slovenia, I thought he actually lived in Europe for a long time, and it literally took me till he'd been. I'd lived with him for about a year until I worked out he meant Ohio. I literally thought it was Europe. You thought he was from Europe. <laughs> I just thought he was like when I because like he's an educated, cultured man. I just thought, well, this makes sense because he lived in Europe for like three or four years, obviously back in the day, and then he's come back here. You, you know what that says about you? You know what that says about you? What? You've never lived in Europe, so you must not be. He's educated been. He has been. He has been. I haven't lived. I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. Anyway, yeah. 
and so I was like huge into the Big Ten schools. I had an offer from Maryland, and then most of the MAC schools, Cincinnati. Yep. Um, and Coach Marrow was a coach at University of Toledo with my head coach in high school, Doug Downing. And he showed up at a practice one day, and he was like, "Hey, you want to play in Kentucky?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> like, sure. Give him the finger yeah. point with the little pinky. And out. then you know, I came and visited and met Coach Slarman and everything, and I loved it. So yeah, here I am. What team did you want to play like for? Fast if it was, we, we know it was Kentucky, but what team was second? You know, it was – okay, so this is a good story. So I always wanted, like, a Michigan State offer because when I was mm. in high school, 2016, right, like 2014, 15, they were really Playoff. good. And yeah. you would love the Spartans with your knowledge of history. <laughs> and and so, the Spartans would help him defend his thesis. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so I had always wanted that offer, and they never gave it to me or whatever. I got offered from Coach Marrow, and I ended up committing to Kentucky. Well, that summer, right, it was between my junior and senior year, my head coach was like, hey, like, you should just go to camps just because it would be good for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. And, like, I didn't really realize that, like, going to a camp, I mean, I knew it meant you wanted to go to school there, but, like, I didn't know it meant so much. Anyway, so I go to the Michigan State camp. I'm in the parking lot. Just pull up. I open the door. Wow. I get a call. Vince Merrill. I was going to say, Vince Merrill's <laughs> on the roof with just, like, a Tesla. <laughs> red like, dot. I answer the phone. I answer the phone, and he goes, what are you doing? And I'm like. Uh, well, actually, I'm at Michigan State. I was going to go to camp there. He goes, why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm like, well, like, Coach, like, Downing said it would be a good idea. Like, he goes, all right. Hangs up the phone. <laughs> and so, like, later I see him or, like, I come down to Kentucky and, like, obviously I was still committed and I come down and he's like, can't be doing that, man. <laughs> like, How did he know? I have no idea. I mean, I'm assuming he just has friends up there. Or right? he has, like, someone watching Because D'Antonio's a Youngstown guy, right? Is he? Yeah. And then uh, he coached at Youngstown State for a while. He okay. actually coached my uncle at Youngstown State. Wow. Yeah, how, far is, how far is um, Sylvania from Youngstown? Uh, it's probably about three hours. Okay. Yeah. okay. Your uncle played at Youngstown? Yeah. What Youngstown position? Uh, offensive line. He just got two knees as well. Two new knees. So. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Feeling better, <laughs> I think. Um. Your family, so you've got John, yeah, who is this one of the other smartest men in the history of the world. <laughs> is he? Um, is he like smart like Luke or smart like Lance? Uh, smart like Luke, yeah. Okay. He's got the social skills to go with it. Oh, so, um, how was the? How was growing up with one of the smartest men in the world? And uh, what's your what's your motivation behind why you play when you were growing up? Um, so, growing up with the quote smartest man in the world quote because uh, he will listen to this he <laughs> listens know. it he actually asked why miles hasn't been replaced by aaron yet <laughs> so i agree with that um so i just want to say we started the show it was me max and miles and now all of a sudden it's just max aaron and uh luke so, yeah. <laughs> so pin, pin deep is evaporating right before our eyes no it was good he would just know stuff that like no one should know like, like just completely random i i couldn't just even random like, facts yeah, just like you'd be like, oh, it's a cool building. He'd be like, well, actually, like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> he'd be like, why yeah. do you know that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was good. And then why do I play? Uh, I definitely play for my family, but I know they wouldn't. They aren't the type to like, if I was like, hey, I don't want to play football anymore, they'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. like do whatever you want. Uh, I don't know. I play for myself. I play because I love man. it. I know. Selfish very man. selfish. Very yeah. selfish. He wants it all. Continue. Yeah, you play because you love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love on. it. I play for myself. Yeah. And that gives you get great joy, obviously, playing. Because I know you get a lot of joy out of, like, actually doing homework, which not many people do. <laughs> but you get, like, what's more fun for you, actually? Listening to a historic podcast, playing football, or doing homework? It's playing football, yeah. If I could do okay. all three together, though, 
That would be that tough. would be really cool. Yeah, but I At don't think you can time? make that happen. Yeah. You do. You are now, really, aren't you? So you're living your dream life because you are listening to the podcast. You do homework <laughs> and you get to play football. Uh, so you really you want to be a college player for the rest of your life. I really do love college football, and that's why you know that's part of the reason I came back is I loved it here and I wanted to play with fans in the stadium again. You know what I mean? I mean, last year was awful in terms of the stadiums and the fans, and it really sucked. So you came through, and you obviously underneath or behind guys like. Drake somewhat, uh, Logan, um, Bunchy, Stallings, um, those kind of guys. And you were always like that guy that was kind of first in. Then you got your starting spot maybe three years ago, two years ago when you and Mason were competing. Mm-hmm. Now you're like the leader and the anchor and, and now you've moved to the center position. How's that kind of transgressed for you and how are you finding being the now like the leader and the man? Um, so it definitely has been a bit of a journey and I've kind of had every single role right, on the offensive line of, like, the guy who didn't play, the guy who played a little bit, the guy who got a lot of time, and now the guy who's, like, you know, quote, leading it, right? Yeah. I thought you uh, meant, like, center tackle guard. You're, like, not the guy that didn't play, <laughs> then the guy that did. Uh, so that's been interesting, and it's definitely helped me now that, you know, I'm kind of uh, the de facto leader, right, just because of how old I am. Uh, I don't really see myself. You asked Eli if I was a leader or a father figure. I definitely feel like I'm more of a father figure than a leader. <laughs> In what uh, way? I just feel like it's it's like just no, imparting your knowledge. Like you probably shouldn't do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, example. Do you have an example? Like Quentin Wilson, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I don't know if he's gonna listen to this or not, but he is because he likes the tweet where uh, Eli got punched. <laughs> <laughs> like he he just will say stuff or like he'll be like, "Should I go out tonight?" And I'm like, "You probably shouldn't." Do yeah, that. it's Friday night before the game. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I probably wouldn't, right? And he's like, all right, thanks for the input, but, like, I'm probably going to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wake up the next morning from a snap with a Snapchat from, you know what I mean? So yeah. He snapped um, you at 2 a.m.? Maybe. <laughs> what, what about, because I'm sure there's a lot of humor shit, what kind of serious advice have you had for the guys and what have you learned over your time at Kentucky with, like, you like, this is important that they need to know? Hmm, serious advice. Uh, I'd say the only thing that I said that was serious and everyone made fun of me for saying it, but was just the fact that like, (laughs) I didn't realize how much, how great it was that like we get to have like a fall camp, right? Because for five years or four years, you're like, this is awful, right? I have to practice every single day. Well, for me, Miles, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like hot as can be outside. And then when I had like that time in between last year and now, of like, oh, I have to like grow up, right? It's like, okay, or I come back and get to have like a fall camp again. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. You know what I mean? hundred percent. So just like saying that before fall camp started, and I'm sure none of them listened and were like, yeah, this yeah, sucks. Whatever. You know what I mean? But I think that's probably the only serious thing I've really said. <laughs> and COVID kind of had an impact on that too, right? When it was kind of somewhat taken away from mm-hmm. us, it was like, well, I get a greater appreciation for how cool this actually is because sometimes you – when you live in a going through life, you make the mistake of like, oh, I deserve this, and like this should be, this is just how it works. And then COVID came in, and it's like, wow, we don't have the fans, we don't get to practice. All of a sudden, like we weren't even really allowed to talk in the locker room. Like we had yeah. those fifteen-minute yeah. time slots to get in, shower, and get out. That's yeah. why I didn't wash my hair because we had to be in and out so quick. <laughs> and like you get that greater appreciation of playing, right? Yeah. And the one thing Drake said that I really liked was he always talked about we always are in such a hurry to get to the next part of our life. Right, yeah. we're always like if it's the spring, the off season, we're him, always it's in a the hurry. next meal. But yeah, <laughs> we're always in a hurry to get to the summer, and then when the summer hits, we're always in a hurry to already have the season on us. 
And then by the end of the season, you're like, okay, I can't wait to get a break and have the off season again. And you just do that for four years, and the next thing you know, so, you know you're done with it. Yeah. Um, you're on the. Are you on, or are you um, in the running for FCA Good Persons People of the Week? <laughs> what is it? You made the, the team last year, the right? The AFCA Good Works team. Yeah. Are you not on it this year? No, no, no. So Horsey won it this year. Oh wow! How's the tension with that then? Well, it's it was there was no tension until he won thirty thousand dollars to go with it. <laughs> yeah. Now there, that's just so yeah. You won thirty grand. And yeah. and oh, not yeah, that yeah. I did it for the money, right? Right. Because I didn't know there was money involved. But but <laughs> well, <laughs> you so, better believe the young guys now are like out doing community yeah. service yeah. everywhere, yeah. right? Now that everyone's yeah. all of a sudden a good person when you're a good person when you weren't getting paid to do it. That's right. Um, what are the stuff that you do throughout the? the community um and you've done over your period of time uh i'd say just most of the stuff i've done has been at the hospital and they definitely give me way more credit than i deserve because you know they did, i did the whole thing with the cart and the kids going on the catwalk and you know i was a part of it but like toyota built it there were like five other students who were part of it you know i did a little bit of it but you know, i didn't do much and you didn't do a great job to be honest because <laughs> when i tried to push that cart, it was very it was hard to so push. it was so hard it was so hard and yeah. I, I, it was embarrassing for me because i'm not the strongest person in the world and when I had to do it, Courtney Love pretty much just took over because I couldn't even push <laughs> yeah. the chart because yeah. it was the break. They've, the they've break fixed was on. it now. They fixed the break. Yeah, because you did it like one of the first games of the season. Yeah, yeah it was very hard. But yeah, thankfully they fixed it now. Um, the stuff that you do with the hospital, uh, what exactly do you do? Because I know, but tell everyone what you do. <laughs> uh, so Max and I would well, go into I'll, the hospital together and we'd like just go. I like this question from him leading himself. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, put, I'll put it out there. I, I'm, I'm always willing to do this stuff and able. I just don't really like, I don't know, it just doesn't come natural to think of it for me. Whereas Luke always thinks, and like, honestly, the, half the reason why I was always there was I'd get a message from Luke going like, hey yep. man, remember we got this on? And I'm like, oh yeah, I almost forgot. I was busy playing PlayStation with Tristan Yeomans or something like yep. that. So it was nice of, to have Luke there. And so we would just go into the hospital and any patient who, you know, wanted to talk to some football players, would we'd pop in and say hello. And, you know, sometimes they didn't really want to talk. They just wanted to talk to someone other than a doctor or a nurse. So we'd pop in and say what's up. It was, coach it was, you up? Uh, tell you what you could do better. Yeah, and they were like, they were like, yeah, we watched the game last yeah. week, and <laughs> please don't come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're like going in for a good work. They're like, you all suck. <laughs> what are you doing? Here's the thing, though, and for people that like it, normally the stuff that they put out is the real fun stuff. Like, oh, you're throwing a ball in the hospital room with the kids and making them smile, and that is great, right? But there's also like, and you're smiling, but this is actually serious. The some of the people though, it's it's really hard to do that stuff when it's then you like find out that oh this person is terminally ill or this person this kid is like really really sick and it's like damn like this kind of hits you real hard doesn't it and I know that you've gone through some of the people like for example me and you went and saw and you'd have to remind me and this what makes you feel like a terrible person the golf the golfer Colin yeah yeah Yeah. so we went and saw him um, and we've seen many kids that we've gone in there and it's like wow like that you walk out of there and you're like oh what what was the you know what's yeah, the correct. like damn yeah can you expand on that yeah it's definitely like half and a half like half the time it's just like a little kid who like broke their arm and you know they're going to be fine in a couple of days and they're going to leave soon and and then the other half of the time it's people who like never get to leave and that just like hits you pretty hard and it makes you appreciate you know the fact that you get to walk out of the hospital and you know, go to football practice, right, or go, like, do homework, you know, which I yeah. love and whatnot. But, uh, <laughs> but some of those people, I mean, they never get to leave that hospital, and it's just – it hits you pretty hard, yeah. What and got you, you started on doing that? 
Uh, so CJ did it before, you know, like our fir yeah. my first year there, your like third year there or whatever. Fifth, somewhere <laughs> in there. Uh, and so that was always cool. And then when I did the thing with the cart, right, it was Freddie, got involved, and some people from Toyota. And then after that, I decided, like, okay, I did this one thing with the cart, but it'd be really cool to, like, go visit the hospital and, you know, go to see him and whatnot, so. Well, Luke's playing this down, by the way, for people that are listening. So not only has he done build a cart for the kids that get to – so for those that don't know what it is, and most people should be across it, you build a cart, and a kid gets chosen each home game. They get pushed through, and they get to do the catwalk. They get to lead the catwalk. It's an awesome idea, and it's actually really, really cool. The kids absolutely love it. So he's not only done that, does the hospital visits, goes and sees all the kids. It's really tough stuff a lot of the time. Like you see some really sad things in there and he go, turns up every week and, and does that. Then you've got a few people that you even kind of like, what's the little girl's name that you always hang out with Ellie. and talk about? Ellie. And just people like that. Um, if there's ever like a Thanksgiving drive that needs to be done, Luke's always there if there's ever anything. So... Congratulations. You do a good job with that. Thanks, stuff. Max. Wow. Appreciate yeah, it. Wow. Well. I didn't do it for the $30,000. I did it for <laughs> you to say that I'm pinned deep. I will say, though, for kind of sticking serious here, for the people who – I've known some people who have been in a, a UK Children's Hospital before and have had the interactions with you guys. And just talking to them, being friends with them, knowing how much it meant to them is, like, so understated. Like, you – yeah, it's obviously a good thing to do, and it, ma it makes everyone appreciate and feel good about it. But at the end of the day, the impact that you all make when you all go do that is just absolutely ridiculous. Like people, you know, I know people who've turned into lifelong diehard UK football fans through that um, just because of the impact you all made. So it's sort of like you guys are building your own little family over there, and, and uh, people love it. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, and it's really Courtney and Freddie Maggard were really the people who, like, put me on that track you know what I mean and kind of like got that started for me and the thing about Courtney is Courtney actually won that good works team twice in his career and didn't get a dollar 30k twice yeah. <laughs> did yeah. not get a dollar, get yep. a dollar. <laughs> I think it's cool like because Pascal were kind of same deal neither one of you are from here obviously but you both given a lot back to the community I think that's really cool that y'all both do that let's stay with some uh sad stuff for a little bit oh just God. for a couple minutes let's talk about slamming because we never really got your kind of synopsis okay. well, I know synopsis is not the right word but uh, how hard was that with you guys going through that um, how much did the man mean to you yeah I mean he meant the world to me it was really hard uh, the hardest part for me was I, I got injured in the Georgia game last year right mm -hmm. and then we had a bye week and then we played Vanderbilt right and in the Vanderbilt week he died right yep. and so I originally wasn't going to play that week yeah but I was like I have to go out there yep. right yeah and just first play, just absolutely screaming pain in my ankle. And I was like, I had That's to, like, right. yeah, yeah, get yeah, off yeah, the field. Yeah. But I was just glad I could be out there. You know, we left the spot open from whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the th worst part about it, really, is that he would hate all of it. Yeah. Is he yeah. would be so angry that we, like, took a penalty for him. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, what are you guys what doing? You <laughs> like, yeah. And he'd just be, you know, like, the fact that he has a massive banner on the stadium and whatnot. He would just hate it. He would hate every second of it. But deserving. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Right. And that's just, like, the most ironic part for me. Yeah, that's true, actually. You know. Um, okay, if we step away from the sad stuff, Coach Stoops. Incredible. Can you give us a story or something? Can you give us some sort? Because the people love hearing the Coach Stoops. I actually want to know more okay. about Burn the Ships <laughs> because you told us about Burn the Ships. I want to know almost, like, word for word, like, 
How many times, if it was a drinking game, how drunk would we have been off of Brian Three shots. Ships? We would have taken three shots. Okay. <laughs> okay, throughout his whole – and his speech was like – I mean, it was like four minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's just going on about no rope and, like, you know, we're here to win and, like, they get to play us and, like, all this stuff. And, like, every so often he'd, like, get stuck and be like, burn the ships. And then, like, <laughs> pick it up and burn the ships. If you had have left the locker room and either – the buses were burnt down to the ground or the plane was burnt to the ground when you got to the tarmac, would have you been like, well, at least we followed through or would have been disappointing? No, I would have been like, finally, he's like, he said something, you know what I mean? And he actually went all the way through with it. He didn't, he didn't take any shortcuts. We play it off because Max and I will ask Eli because we see him obviously quite a bit when I'm here. Give us something from Stoops this week. Give us a quote or something. We need to, you know, give the listener something. That's not why we ask. We just want to know. Yeah, we I really love him yeah. so I'm much, and curious. all his stories are so good. What yeah. is your favorite quote? Yeah. My favorite quote? Yeah. I think my favorite quote isn't it this, the funny one. It's – is it if – okay, now I can't okay, – Now I'm like frozen. <laughs> no, no, no. He if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yes. I think that's my favorite he quote. He clarified the, um, the red room too, which is not the red room. It's yeah, the it's the gray room. room but you guys thought it was red room, and he says red room, right? I'm pretty sure there's a gray room and a red room, but I so there's two. <laughs> so he was getting confused with which room he was in, and I can I know what the red room might actually be, and I definitely know what the gray room is supposed to be. <laughs> red light kind of room. I can see where he got confused a little bit. So that's because I was here for that talk. It was from um, I can't even remember. You were. I mean, you got Miles was here too for that talk. Which one? The one about the gray room from. Who's the, the quarterback? Uh, no, it no, was, it was oh, the, uh, the Marshall uh, Pennington. Yeah, yeah, Chad Pennington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were here. We were here yeah, for that. I yeah. was here for that. Um, we have to ask, as we ask every single time, least favorite O lineman. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll get back to back weeks with this. Because Eli guy. said everyone said you so far, which <laughs> I don't know why there's so much hate for you, but literally least everyone said you favorite O lineman. Like define favorite. Like don't want to see. Okay, who would, football, you, who would you not want to be stuck with, with in a room for a week? Who doesn't get invited to Malone's? Yeah. No, they all get invited. <laughs> who would you not want to, like, if you were made to live with them for a week? Dotson. Okay. But I love Dotson, but I would not want to live with him for a week. Okay, who would you least want to, you know, go to a bar and have a beer with? Least? Yes. And it um, could be because they just wouldn't pay. Or just because they're, they're like, corny at the bar, too. I think it'd be horsey. <laughs> I really like Horsey, but I would not want to go to the bar with him. And he wouldn't want to go to the bar with me either. So we're like on the same page, you know what I mean? I feel Who's bad. a foxhole guy on the team? Not a lineman. It could be anyone. Foxhole guy if on the team? you want this guy on your side, if you're stuck in the depths of hell and you need out. Um, Quentin Wilson. Ride or die? Ride or die. And then closely behind that is Will Levis. Yep. Just Ooh. because. But I hear he doesn't return your text. I think he's got a little bit of, like, psycho in his eye. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, got, like, he would do whatever he needed to do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I think, like, if it came down to, like, what's the scary movie where they saw their arm off? Source. <laughs> is that what it is? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> is <that> no, no, no. <laughs> no, isn't there? No, there's, like, a you know, the, the scary movies, like, the parody <laughs> scary movies. Oh, the, the, yeah, oh, scary movie. And I'm pretty sure there's one where, like, I think it's Shaq or something. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, like, Will, yeah. I, I 100% convinced he'd do it. Yeah. Um, but you guys are not seeing eye to eye on the group project at the moment? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Oh, so now you can, <laughs> No, I don't know what you're talking about. You text me and yeah. said, and I quote, Will refuses to respond to me when I try and do group projects that we've got going on at the moment. That's our QB1. We're Focus about football. Group. We're not in class together. Do you want me to read the text? Yeah, go find okay, the text. No, find no, no. Find the text. Yeah, this is a dream or something. Yeah. <laughs> For those, we're not in group yeah. projects. I don't know what you're talking about. 
those listening, Max has pulled out his phone. It might be a while for him to find Get this text message. Get off Tinder. Get off of Tinder. <laughs> uh, huh? Could have swiped right on her. It's a lot of right swipes. I know. Do you um, have the premium package for Tinder? <laughs> Left on that one. Just super likes everybody. Okay. I'll leave out some of the expletives. Can I read it? Do you want me to read can it? Can I read it? No, read it in your most like historical podcast voice, Luke. Yeah, I didn't say group project. That does yes, not say group project. You did because it said – Read it word for word. No, I don't, <laughs> no, I would, I don't think that. It was in there. No, because I called you and you told me. Yeah, that. okay. We didn't have a group project. Yeah. No, you're right. He definitely picks. I'm sure he has a lot of people he has to text. That's all it is. Uh, okay, okay, we'll okay, leave it at that. But either way, he's yeah. my second foxhole guy. Okay. okay. All right. All right. And, I mean, he has his hand between my legs like every single day. You like having Multiple his hand times between your legs? I didn't say that, but I feel like there's a bond that comes with that. You yeah, know what I mean? I think so. And definitely his is. like he definitely does a better job than like Bo does, for instance. So do you like that better so than the shotgun? Are you, well, I was going to say, are you <laughs> happy that you've become the center in the year that we start going under center? I mean, it definitely is like a nice like, hey, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I can shotgun snap and under center snap. I know that's not what you wanted for that question, but the first time you did that, like under center, was it a little weird? Like in your life, I don't know. So <laughs> I, I would just feel weird the first time. It'd no, so it's only weird. Me. So like when you wear like football pants, right? Yep. It's not as weird. When you wear shorts on a day that you don't <laughs> wear pants, it's like more weird. Like a 90-degree day. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, well, yeah. there's, like a, there's a center. I think he plays for the Niners. I can't remember his name. But, like, he would have to stuff towels in his pants because oh, he sweats so much. That's the guy for um, uh, the Bucks, right Is there. it the Bucks? Towels Towels the Bucks? Pants. Yep. Yeah, because he sweats so much, and the QBs are like, no, I'm can't do it. Like, because the ball, like, I, my hands get wet, the ball gets wet. And so, it, like, they would literally – one of them had to, like, change pants between every period, like, in his NFL practice. I've got two more, and then we'll let you go because we are going to Texas State Brazil mm -hmm. after this, and I know you're super yep. excited. I just want to say, everyone here dressed jeans, navy pants, Max swimming trunks. <laughs> Actually, swimming trunks. <laughs> Actual, like, I mean, very cold well, they've got, got a bit of flex in them for Texas State Brazil, mm -hmm. which is super important, as you would know. All right, one, how do you sleep at night, and do you feel bad at all about the fact when we were in COVID, and I live with you, for the people that are listening, we lived together for a long time, um, that you would just blatantly cheat at cards. <laughs> cheat at cards. I would never cheat at cards. Now, Emma cheat would and cheat. just did the biggest Emma dick moves cheat. of all time. Emma would cheat. She cheated multiple times at cards. So, okay. Emma, Emma gets brought up a little bit. <laughs> true or not true, Emma didn't know. What was it? She didn't know that all the diamonds were red. <laughs> what? When we were playing cards. True or not true? I, think it was the I thought it was the clubs she messed up. Clubs, yeah. She didn't know they were all black. She, like, didn't know – it was something wild about she didn't realize that there were, like, 13 of them or, like, they didn't know that she, they were the same. I don't know. It was something wild. I actually had to kick her out of her apartment one time. My <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I was getting yeah. to. So We actually got in a massive fight we over a game. We were playing spades. No, I think was, we were playing spades. It was a song game. No, it was a song game. Yeah, so song game, she got kicked out of the house. But also, when we were playing cards, it, they literally got into an argument, and Emma actually got a little bit emotional about it. Because we started laughing because she didn't know all clubs were black or something. <laughs> and I just could not believe it. When we, um, well, you can't believe – I'm sorry, Miles. You can't believe it because she's good at it. She was, and she's good she at like it. She, like, wins. Yes. And yes. then she's like, they're all black? And yeah. You're like, what? Like, yeah. How do you not know that? Yeah. yeah. When, um, she was when good my, at sorry, too. <laughs> my grandma, when they used to play cards growing up on my mom's side, in their house, the door they would play at was glass. So you could just see – like reflecting off, yeah. and they would always have her chair there like they made kind of a thing. They could just see her cards all day <laughs> growing up, and she never knew. 
What's your all's uh, card game of choice? Spades. We played a fair bit. Spades. You ever played rook? Well, Rook's here's good. something. I know during COVID, poker, during way, COVID so. we actually got to the point because he's so – he loves his history. He loves Italy. He loves Rome. He loves all that. We actually started playing Italian cards, and that's actually true. Unreal. And your family's Italian, and Emma's family's Italian. Correct. Right? So we had an yeah. Italian gathering, and we just felt more at home to play Italian yeah. cards. What and was that, and that like actual, So there's an actual deck of cards that is Italian, not just – it's not like six of clubs. It's right, like right. It's like different. There's different um, suits and numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you play the same games? No. So you play Italian card games too. Yeah. So we'd started playing those. Are so. you a checkers or chess guy? Chess. Yeah. So I you don't like the checkerboards. Oh, you mean on the on the uniforms? No, I like the checkerboards. I know it's not. It's a hot take. For that's a, one for that, like fifteen wow. for a non-Kentucky person, that's right? So that's a, the other such thing. Such a nerd answer too. Yeah. He is, likes chess. I like the yeah. checkerboards. Now, do I think? I will say, Am I, I excited to get I new jerseys for UK? Yes. Wait, I think the checkerboards on the football jerseys are, are nice. way better yeah. than the basketball jerseys. Yes. So you're in tune with, like, we all know that they suck on the basketball the jerseys. The basketball jerseys don't look great with the checkerboard. Correct. All right. Last question, then we'll let you go. I have one more, too. Okay. We'll <laughs> two more questions. Yep. Two questions. This is the last one. So, so we, to took, we mentioned last week, last week on the show when we were talking to Eli about how you don't watch much film because you're always playing COD when <laughs> right, you're in the right. house with me. Um, who is – the worst person to have on your team in COD for playing-wise and then with you as well for just their conversational skills over the headset? Because I know maybe Tristan Yeomans is your favourite for conversation, but he's probably not the best when it actually comes to playing um, the game. So the worst COD player to play with? Chris Rodriguez is not good at COD. <laughs> and he plays so much Call of Duty. He's always on. He always invites us. And it's just like, You have no, to make an no, excuse to that. Yep, yeah. yep. So yeah. sorry, Chris. Um, love you, but you're not going to call duty. Have you ever kicked him out of the party? No, we've never kicked him out of the party. Oh, man. No, can't do that. You should. Um, he, Zach you know who he has kicked out of a party, though? Who? Lance. They actually kicked Lance we out of their party one time. Party. Yeah, I did feel really How, bad. How'd you do it? Was it the, was it the whole, like, because this happened to me once, and it just demoralized me <laughs> in high school. It was like, hey, Brent, what do you do to a soccer ball? And I was, like, not even thinking. I was like, kick it. Boom. I was gone. <laughs> no, we just, in. I think we just kicked him, and we just didn't say anything. And we, we don't talk to Lance enough, so it was – Logan takes it too serious. That's the real Well, that's reason. true. Yeah. That is very true. Logan does take it too seriously. So, Zach Johnson is, like, super good at Call of Duty, right? Okay. Chris is awful. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Who's, Tyrell, the worst on, who's the worst on the headset? Tyrell, not good. Not um, good on, on the headset or no, no not good at playing. Okay. <laughs> the worst on the headset. Oh, jeez. Like, at communicating? Yes. Like, in the game? Oof. Well, it might be Tristan. Okay, can I throw out a, a maybe an, an option? Because I know okay. that he just seems to go mute. Because I've never played before, but I know so much about the COD from just listening to you guys. Grant just doesn't speak ever, right? Grant no, McKinnis, Grant, the punter from Missouri. No, Grant does not speak ever. Correct. So you'll play COD, which is based on communication, and he just goes silent for like 40 minutes. Correct. Well, at least it's not like Warzone or Fortnite. Or is it or is It would be Warzone. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Oh, yeah, you really do got to talk about it. I think he's on there. mute, and he just like no one ever told him. Uh, he actually thinks Who he's knows talking. what Grant would be doing? Wait, um, PlayStation or Xbox? What's your last question? It's about you. Okay. Right, let's hear it. What's he like as a roommate? You lived with him for a long time. I would never do that. But. Well, first off, he doesn't wash his hair. Like, we That's, that I mean, he's today. stinky to start with. Okay, a couple things, right? Yep. In general, he's a good roommate. Okay, we'll start with In that. In general, but, there's some butts coming stuff. But, sure. I feel like we're about to get yeah. down. He talks so much crap about how much food offensive linemen eat. He eats. He's always like, oh. You guys want to order a pizza or something? A all pizza. He says a pizza. He said, literally, he we're says about a to pizza. go to Texas Day Brazil and get unlimited food because yeah. it's all you can eat. Yeah. On the way here, he's like, can we stop by Wendy's? Yeah, and, and, then he'll be like, and then he'll be like, oh, look how fast the offense line made that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay. The amount of time I've been over and, like, Sir Pizza is sitting on the table, either when I get there or by the time I leave, I think it's literally ten times out of ten. Yeah. Like, it always happens. And the best thing about Max and Mason is they always complain about each other, right? (laughs) So, like, (laughs) you get off the phone with Max complaining about, like, Mason – working right because he was so he'd work oh right? wow that was a tough couple months in his room right yeah. but he would just like pace up and down the hallway talking on the phone mm-hmm. and so max's room was right in the hallway and so he'd just wake up to it and then like i'd get off the phone with max and mason would call and be like max just sleeps all the time you think <laughs> he he's ever gonna get up a lot. <laughs> well that's why i guess that's why miles whenever he takes a phone call he always steps outside i go outside i pace when i talk on the and phone. max and i have always or maybe just me but i've kind of been like Miles always like is he like forming like a top no, secret plan like right now? Thing, no. And it's just like you know that Max doesn't like it when you pace. He doesn't. We you just talked about that. that. No, we just talked about how I was talking about. I thought it was Mason, Mason. would pace. Oh, I yeah, Mason that, would pace. I assume yeah, that Mason would apply yeah, to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like if one it's person not a paces. Mason hate, it's a pacing. And, in the, and then one more complaint about Max yep. is K- you K- have K- to coming. drink every single night. <laughs> <laughs> There's never a sober uh, night. You can't just be sober oh one night. Well, that's actually nice. true because yeah, this is mom's, mom's definitely listening to this while she's doing her gardening too. So, mom, no, I don't have a drinking problem. But <laughs> um, I do I do miss my good buddy Sawyer Smith for that reason because yeah. he would always be the one and he's left and now I kind of feel like I'm just going about it myself. It'd be like Thursday night before a big game and he'd be like, you want to get a bottle of wine? You want to you get a bottle of wine? Or, or maybe we could go out after. <laughs> like, uh, No, probably not. And he's like. All right. That's yeah, and like, then like it was like, my fault for like not yeah. wanting to go. And then it would be like, well, Soy's going to do it with me, so I'll just go to Soy's place. That's what you do like your father we talked with Quentin? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You probably shouldn't do that. But. Oh, man. All this right. is two straight episodes where we've just dunked on Max. I yeah. kind of feel bad for him. That's fine. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm happily, I'm happy to admit all those things. And then they're not faults, if you ask me. Oh, also, I have some things to correct real quick. Ooh. Okay. Wow. So, Eli, right? Okay. I listened to his. Thing, right, did a great Good job. To see you Eli, yeah. hard worker, yeah, deserves yes. everything he's received. But, okay. but, but, okay, downhill again. Yeah, here we go. The fumble he recovered, right? Yep. Oh, the touchdown. Yes. Yep. Yes. Was it not his? No. The reason it was a fumble is because the guy he was supposed to be blocking <laughs> caused the fumble. Oh, yes. oh okay. That's so selfish. it was just so good, right? Yeah. And like, I'm so happy for him because he's done so well. But it was so good because we walked in the film room and Wolford was like. Eli, like, I know you're, like, a hero in Nicholasville right now, <laughs> but if you would just block this guy, it wouldn't matter. Is that, like, okay. a play call, then? Like, miss the guy. Yeah, get the fumble. To fumble to get it back, yeah. It's like an advanced fumble ruski. <laughs> yes. I also saw where you tweeted at Eli today. He posted his uh, sponsored Just the Wings. Wings. Yeah, they've all been doing it at 10 a.m. They do it at 10 a.m. I have no idea what they're doing. Like, do, sense. do you have any more amendments for us? Or is no, that I just think that's that, the one? I think they had another one, but it's all right. Hey, well, oh, thanks for coming on, man. It's yeah, good thanks for having me. I don't, I don't yeah. see you as much anymore because we don't live sucks. together. Yeah, so it's good don't get you. drunk ah, enough. Well, Luke, next time I see you, you'll probably be taking over my spot. Or the NFL. Next time you see him, you'll be running out at Mississippi State like he's got basketballs under his arms. He's been running like this the whole year because he's so jacked at the moment <laughs> all right luke thanks for coming on yeah thanks guys appreciate it great. well guys having luke on was was great i'm sure he'll listen back and think he was great too yeah i'm sure uh john fortin is listening right now yep. so hello to john uh yep. yeah it was good it's good to have luke on like i said i haven't had too many opportunities to chat to him a whole lot because he's been busy uh, winning football games. And so it's cool. good to have him on the couch. Yeah, I'm just going to keep looking over my shoulder now because I know that he's coming from my spot. I just want to know, like, from his girlfriend's perspective, how she's feeling with how big he is at the moment. 
because I keep saying it, but I can't get over how, how like, Pause. he is just an absolute animal at the moment. And when he runs out there, when he ran out there for the first game, I didn't genuinely know who it was. And I think the, the elbow sleeves have yep. a bit to do with it because they keep the blood in his biceps. But his biceps are like his thighs. I wonder if he can put, like, we talked about the, the eye black for making him look more badass. I wonder if he could put, like, maybe pin it deep across his face. Yeah, but he'd face. be the type of guy that would put eye black on and it would be, like, all the numbers of pi. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's and never he, ending. It, and, yeah, but he, he would not. He'd I, I bet out. we should have asked him. He probably knows about at least 15 to 20 of the numbers of I pi. I like that we're yeah. doing, like, a third person, what Luke would do when he's still sitting here with us right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. But, no, it's good. And, uh, yeah, for all the listeners um, – he he does a great job with all the community stuff, and he very rarely, although he gets a few pats on the back, he doesn't get as many pats on the back as he should. So, mm. uh, great person throughout the community, and he's doing great things on the field too, which has uh, been huge for us. Yep, pretty awesome. Except but he missed that block for Chris Rodriguez. We would have had a touchdown, but that's yeah, all right. We'll true. forgive him for that. Yeah, sounds like you didn't just miss. I think he just he was like whiffed. he was like a bull running through a red cape. <laughs> just absolutely whiffed. I like I like having guys like. Uh, Luke, Luke is the first ever recurring guest on Pin and Deep, isn't Correct, he? yeah. yeah. yeah he He's an all-time guest leader. Yes, yes he is. episodes. Yeah, we might have to start digging back into the bag because DeAndre can't see his phone yeah, to text you right. back. To got a text from Coach Sumrall saying he is dying to be on, so there's Sweet. another coach waiting to be on. So. That was his words, dying to dying be on? Man. Can't wait. Yep. Wow, yeah, that could be fun. Yep. Well, let's go ahead and look ahead to uh, Mississippi good. State. We had fun with Luke and – we're going to kick him out to talk about this, but the bye week yeah. is over. It's yeah. time to turn the page. No more BYE. Nope. Kentucky will head down to Starkville. We talked about this a little bit with Luke, but Kentucky opened as two-point underdogs. It has now been bet up to Kentucky being one-point favorites. I felt like that would get bet to a pick but the fact that it's already swung three points, I wouldn't be surprised if it got up to Kentucky four, which is what I thought it would have been to start the week. But, um, you know, looking looking at Mississippi State, I know you see four and three, and you're like, oh, well, you know. It's Mississippi State, and I can't harp on this enough. Going down and beating them in Starkville is still a bugaboo for Kentucky. You can make the case it's going to be their toughest atmosphere all year. 7.30, cowbells are going. Kentucky's a ranked team. Yep. You know We're going to take over Louisville and, and Vanderbilt, and we already played at South Carolina. I think this is going to be the, the biggest road test for Kentucky. This I mean, year. I don't mean to me, but they – Played at Georgia. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did, but I think <laughs> that – no, Biggest road test of the year at the number one team in the country would be a test, I not would think. Not the, the atmosphere. I got you. Because I, I think you. the people at Georgia oh, – It wasn't like, loud enough for you at Georgia, Brent? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I just have great confidence in us because, one, how we dismantled them with the six picks last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, their offense plays into our coach's defensive philosophy perfectly. They'll leave everything in front. Yeah, leave it. And they just try and beat us through the air. And we can drop eight. And we dropped eight with great success. And I and the fact that I can say drop eight and know what I mean is unbelievable. Proud of you. Um, so we drop eight. And like that's that has great success against that. Um, I think our offense is starting to click better and better every single game. Yep. Will Levis is like starting to look like a first-round draft pick quarterback, style quarterback. Um, he played lights out against Georgia. If he plays so, well this week, he will genuinely have draft buzz. I think Josh Ali coming back is huge for that massive. too. Massive. And I'm not sure if he is or not. Uh, guest on the couch, can you give us a thumbs up or thumbs down? Or you don't know? Oh, you are not listening to He's me. Is Josh, to is Josh Ali back this week? Uh, we're uh-huh. not sure. So we're yeah. just going to say okay. we're going to say yes. We're going to hope so. But uh, it'd be great to have him back. I just think it. I think the way they play suits us, and I'm really confident that. 
the guys are not going to be held back by you know the letdown of Georgia because the bye week came at the perfect time. Bye week was really good timing. I'm a little bit worried about Mississippi State's defense. I think it's actually pretty good. I think we got, like you said last year, the drop eight. I still don't understand from an offensive mind why you wouldn't run mm-hmm. there, but I, Leach just sticks to what he wants to do. Yeah. But yeah, it, I think look, Miss- if he's not going to run with Kylan Hill, he's not no, going to run. Gonna run. Um, I think Mississippi State defensively will be good enough to give us a good game. Atmosphere will be rocking, just like always is on the road. I think how he starts going to be huge. Yeah. And then if we can get up, because I feel like last year we got up on him quick and it was done. If we can do the same thing this year, that'll be good. Yeah, I think it'll be huge. And like I said, you got Tennessee looking on the back end, and you never want to look ahead. But this is still, I think, a tough spot for Kentucky. I think they, I still feel confident throwing money on Kentucky minus one, minus four. Um, but like I said, I, I don't think it can be – you cannot overestimate a team like Mississippi State when you haven't won there since 2008. I mean, I, I don't know if – yeah, and you're right. I don't think uh, anyone would really be using the word underestimate. I just think that we've got a really good confidence about us and the team at the moment. Agreed. From the outside looking in, I think as fans as well, we've started to build that confidence. Um, and it's been uh, – I mean, the confidence is because of the actions we've been putting out in the field. So it's not just blind confidence. We've sure. done really well. So – I just have a great confidence in this team that they can go down to a place like that and get it done. Um, now, like you said, the Tennessee game is going to be tough, but we'll deal that with that when we come to that it. That one is so. looming. Tennessee didn't look terrible against yeah. Bama um, in the first half. So but it, it, super important as well, can I add, for the playoff chances that we are mm-hmm. getting closer and closer to being a yeah. realistic chance that we absolutely, and you can beat this, beat the <laughs> out of them. <laughs> so make sure you beat that. But um, absolutely beat the – shit out of them. I yes. just want to say we. this is the first time I think since we started this where we had like a clean first two segments where I didn't have to edit anything out. <laughs> Isn't that nice? And to make things harder on me, you just thanks. Yeah, thanks. thanks. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, I would think like we got to, if we can win by 21, like we're going to be a top eight team next week. What did you all think about Starkville when you all went? It's a terrible place. I'd start there. Yeah. I don't untr- like if you go for recruiting for football, fine. Um, I don't know why anyone would just want to go to school there. It makes no sense to me. See, because I only went one time. I believe it was the only time Max went to because I was working for the news station at the time. It was like 2019. Hot. Very it was, hot. It, it was, was warm. It was, it was a scorcher. Yeah. The place, the cowbells, I didn't think it was that bad. You guys have, It is loud. Yeah, you guys. What it's did you guys rocking. think of the cowbells? It's, uh, it was kind of loud. It was just a disappointing day that day because we got smacked in all areas. Yep. Um, it's, Mississippi State's kind of one of those teams where it's like, uh, this is going to sound weird, but like, I never even think about it till Mississippi State Week. Like, you Same. always look forward to, like, Florida, Tennessee, Louisville, like, Georgia. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's Mississippi State Week. Which but is it, weird because we good, play them every year. It, yeah, they're still good. But it's just like, I didn't even – like, this is not a game that you, like, circle in the calendar ever. And, like, I don't – if you ask me who their quarterback was right now, which is terrible as I'm running a football podcast show, I wouldn't have a clue. I don't. I think they started off with Will Rogers, Rogers. and I think they might have played KJ Costello a time or two. Is no, he even still there? No, he, no he, he like transferred. Or he's in, no, he's in the NFL. Costello? He? Yeah, he's a backup somewhere. No chance. Or he's at least on a practice squad. All I know was Will Rogers. That's um, all I KJ knew. Costello. I want to say is like at the Rams or something. Free. He's a free agent. Okay, but he did. Someone took him. Yeah, KJ huh. Costello. He's the one from Stanford that came in. Yeah, I guess. Wow. Well, I mean, like the only time Mississippi State and oh, God, I hope I don't regret saying this, but only time they've been relevant really is when they had Dak Prescott and Mullen. Well, well they I mean, had yeah, the Mullen, last time we played Prescott. him down there. They had the dude with the massive beard was the quarterback. 
It was like doing the flips over people oh, to try and get the first dance. I, remember, I forget yep. his name. Oh, he was real was mobile. Name? He was real mobile. Uh, oh, that's going to eat at me not knowing his name. name. Um, yeah. But while you guys stuff. think of that, um, that's going that's huge for our playoff chances that we win by two or three scores. Yep. There's some games that also we'll be interested in this weekend. For people that are listening, let's make sure we cheer against Ohio State because Penn State Long beating time. them would be huge. Yep. Um, Let's hope somehow Michigan State versus Michigan ends up with both teams losing. Yeah. Well, I mean, with nine overtimes, both teams I think both teams could consider that a loss. Yeah. So yeah. let's hope that that's a loss. Um, let's hope Oregon loses again. Let's hope Cincinnati gets beat. Um, so, so here's basically I've, I've been thinking about this at nauseum since the Georgia game. Wow. That's, I, I know as soon as that Georgia game was over, I kept talking to you about it, and you were like, oh, yeah, we just lost. It's yeah. whatever. But all, all that needs to happen for Kentucky to get in, Oklahoma literally needs to lose once. Which they almost did to Kansas, yeah. yeah. Cincinnati needs to lose yep. just once. Yeah. Well, the weekend put them in doubt a bit. Like, I think you can't – if they win another close game against a team that's terrible, they can't get in. Right, yeah. So, I think – well, Even if they win out. I think Oklahoma State can beat Oklahoma. The problem's yeah. going to be with those But then they're going to be undefeated. Whoever wins the oh, Big they lost. 12, oh, they lost. even yeah. if they have a loss, if they're 12-1, and one, I think they're going to put them in over Kentucky. It's kind of cool. But, well, let's think about it, though. Like if Oklahoma loses to one loss Oklahoma State and Kentucky's loss is to the best team in the country. Yeah. I agree. But I, I just think they give the conference championships a value. I don't agree with I that. I don't think they do, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's neither here nor there. It's actually cool that uh, we, as Kentucky fans, get to watch all the other games and like actually have a vested interest in some of them mm-hmm. now. Whereas before, it just used to be like, oh – I really like Arkansas Pine Bluff, so I'm yeah. going to watch that game. I really like Rutgers Scarlet Knights because I love Greg Schiano, so I'm going to watch that game. Now it's like targeting certain games on the weekend of like, man, I hope that team loses. This is insane to say before the year, but looking now, if a Power 5 team goes undefeated and wins their conference championship, they're in, right? Yes. Yeah. Wake Forest. That's, God, that's, that's not This would be – I mean, Clemson's obviously not what they usually are. This could actually be the year they go 13-0. But and then they'll lose to they'll go twelve and zero and potentially lose to like Pitt. I don't even know if they're in the same division. Well, that's the like, thing. The only thing about that is is that any team that gives up fifty points to Army yeah. is not going to go through undefeated. So it's like everyone's thinking like it is a possibility, but it's, it's just not. Ch- it's not going to happen. I think. Wake I mean, Forest, I'd be prepared to bet you whatever you want that Wake Forest are not going. What are they right so now? Are they seven and zero right now or eight and zero? Let me see. Their seven schedule. and zero. I could s- genuinely see them going eight and four. It feels like, and no offense to when you played on this team, Miles might be eight, no, no. and I think Luke uh, might have played on this team too. Five and one into five and seven. It's yeah. it's genuinely like the Kentucky teams where they started out like, oh, we're five and one. I think they did that two years in a row, yeah. and then just dropped every game on the back end. Like they have Duke next week. That's a win. The ACC is miserable. Yeah, it is. It's like playing in the OVC. I mean, I and I don't think that even exists anymore. It, uh, Shout out to EKU. They moved, no, to the the they moved to the ASUN, but when I went there, they were OVC. So. Um, we got anything else for this week's episode? Or we well, I thought we were still going to go through Wake Forest schedule. We had Duke. Oh, I have it if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's, like. it's a gauntlet down the stretch. Shout out to our Wake Forest fans listening, yep. too. Yep. UNC. Yep. Lose. NC State. Lost. They lost to Clemson. They'll probably lose. At yep. Clemson. And then Boston College. They, they like I said, that. genuinely 8-4. and four. They could actually. You're probably right. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Kentucky's still got some good chance. And obviously we'll get more into the playoff talk the deeper we get into the season, but you can't have a playoff talk until Kentucky beats Mississippi State. And we're obviously going to do our Saturday prediction. But early thoughts, um, let's get a small prediction to get out of here. I know you guys are ready to eat some Texas Day Brazil. My prediction is that next Sunday we will be doing our show live from Tin Roof. There's Love it. my prediction. And then also – They I'll, can hook me up with a Nashville I'll hot just, sandwich. 
I'll give you a score. I think we absolutely dominate again. They barely score against us. I'll go, we win 31-10. Okay. Quickly on that, there's a tin roof in Nashville. Yeah. If we talk to the ownership, I don't even think it's the same people, but imagine doing a live one in Nashville for the Vandy game. Wow. Could be good. Well, I was going to say, no KSR does, does one there. We could do two. We could have one floor be Matt and the crew, and then we could do Pinnity. Yeah, but we don't want to take away, fans. We don't want to take away from all their more, fans, yeah. though, when they come up. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you're going to have to – you might have to do two headsets because they like having you on the pregame now. Two mics. <laughs> Um, Double fisted, you think? <laughs> yep. Yeah. For the game, I think Stoops Skiing. has got them figured out. Their offense, I think it's same similar to last year. Um, I'll go like 27-10. Would you go? I said 10-31. You hate it. 31-10. Okay. 27-10. Yeah. Like a comfortable three-score win, never a doubt. And the cowbells are thrown out. I would have said – Early, before ever talking to you guys, I'd have been like, I don't know, Mississippi State. I predicted Mississippi State to beat Kentucky early on in the year. But you guys have given me a confidence with the way, like, it feels like Kentucky's going to approach this game. I, we'll revisit it again next week, but I think Kentucky probably walks out 24-14. Okay. So, yeah, and it'll be a big atmosphere, too. And who knows? Me and Miles might just decide, and Brent might just decide to drive down to Stockville. Yeah, what, like, again, dude, like, <laughs> can I please just edit this podcast peacefully for once? Jeez. Speaking of which, if we did go, would we even go to the game, or would we just experience the, the nightlife of Starkville? I just, I just, Is there a nightlife there? I don't know I if there would so. be. I kind of would want to go just to be like, what? Like, I bet you it's cool. I bet it's you it's just sneaky weird good. enough where it would yeah, be good. Because yeah. there's nothing else to do there. Yeah. I had no plans to go. but You know you there's not too many great places to drink, though, because Mike Leach is like just so lost at the moment. He was talking about um, Halloween, Halloween candy. candy. Yeah. Yeah. How far the dri- is the drive there? It's 14. 12, 14. Yeah. It sucks. To Starkville? It sucks. Wow. Okay. There's we're no going. way. And there's nothing. Okay, we're not going. I'm checking. I'll just there's put the, no way I'll just put that's true. Lexington to Starkville is 14 hours. Seven. No. Seven and a half hours to Starkville. Yes. Well, yeah, actually, I was thinking about Texas A&M. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Texas A&M. 14 is hours. A, yeah, you I'm, can get to Miami almost in 14 hours. Think about it. I 17, dro- I did it. Okay, yeah. Think about it. I drove to Texas A&M and back in a weekend to watch you miss a kick, so yeah. thanks. Oh, yeah, wow. I got on a plane to go down there and miss thanks. one, and then flew back. <laughs> yep. I'm just kidding. I feel bad whenever I bring that up. Okay, the Buccaneers are beating the Bears so bad. Yeah, Miles, Miles sees Kyle a Trask shrink. Is in the game. Miles sees a shrink three times a week to try and get over that kick, and you just and continually you just bring it up every yeah, you, single you day. cut the wound back open and pour salt in there. I'm so sorry. I still enjoyed the trip down there. It's a Oh, okay. I did. It was good. <laughs> All right, we're done. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Go Cats. Traveling in a fight Trailhead full of zombies. I met a strange lady, she made me nervous. She took me in and gave me breakfast. And she said, Do you come from a land down under? A women go 